Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. I am joined by Drew and Caleb from Friday Pilots Club. Hello, fellas. Hey, hey. Hello. You guys have a new single called Look Better in Gold. How's that going? It's going really well. We're super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a wild ride. We wrote it back in December of last year, just kind of on a whim. We weren't even like really planning to write. I don't think that we were just like hanging out. We decided to write a song. Mm-hmm. And we just, that song kind of came out of like two hours of, of cooking together. And then it like got in the new NHL, EA, uh, EA Sports, NHL 21 game, which is super cool. And it's kind of opened a bunch of doors for us, which we didn't imagine would happen. Did not imagine, but we're so happy it is. And that's partially due to the awesome people at our label. So yeah. we are very happy about that as well. And the soundtrack is incredible. There's Bishop Briggs, the 1975 Royal Blood. You're on there with some huge names. The Rex, too. Yeah, yeah. we were just, uh, we were writing with Nick from The Rex. Um, are you familiar with that band? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. And uh, yeah, and we were, it was funny. He had, um, he had the game up and we played a little game to see uh, whose song came on first. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was something. But yeah, it is, it is crazy too to like be in, be in those echelons with, with bands like that, you know, bands we've admired for so long and like bands who before we were even like really doing this as a thing, like going to see them on tour and it's like now we're on the same soundtrack. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's wild. And a vocalist <laughs> like Bishop Briggs. Like, I'm, oh yeah. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> well, now if you meet them or anything, see them at festivals, when those come to be a thing again, you can be like, oh, well, I mean, we're already, you know, this equal amount famous. And right. Yeah. You, it's it's casual. You might've seen us on the soundtrack. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you know. They'll probably be like, we were on that soundtrack. What soundtrack are you talking about? <laughs> Early last year, you guys were in the studio to talk to Ebo. Um, and then this June, you guys took over our Instagram to interview the orphan, the poet. We're practically old friends now. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We look forward to getting you guys back in the Madison area. Where are you guys holding up right now? Right now, we're actually both in L.A. currently. Um which is kind of a, a chance occurrence, but um, we're actually working on EP2 right now, which is funny to say as EP1 is still not out. It's okay. done. EP1 is done and it's recorded and mixed and mastered and everything. Um, but we're out here writing more songs and just like our whole, our whole quarantine has kind of been spent writing and doing all of the other band things that are not touring. Um, but we just kind of were like, you know what? It's time. Let's get a next, uh, our next batch of tunes together and let's just make another record because we've got nothing else to do. So it's like, might as well. Is there potential time. to put them together? I don't know. I, you know, the, the way it's delivered, we are kind of unsure about, but I think ultimately we're just like excited to be making more music again these ones are a bit darker too they're a little bit more and maybe not dark in the way of like emo but they're they're a little bit spooky yeah what's going on there's some there's some some ghosts in this house (laughs) (laughs) house. yeah it's good though i'm loving them truly it feels like a natural reaction to the times you know 
the rest of the EP, the first EP was written a lot while like right after we got back from our tour last summer. So it would have been like right after we came and talked to Evo. Um, and up until like December of last year, um, which is obviously a very different time for us personally and also just like globally. So this next batch of songs being written in what was seemingly such a dark time for so many people, um, it's definitely reflected in the music. In the uh, takeover you did earlier, you spoke about leading by example. Do you guys feel like you've still been able to do that during the pandemic? I do think so. I think um, practicing empathy and and practicing um, social awareness is huge and has been so important. And as a band, we we have a, a platform and a privilege and like whether we like it or not there are people that look to us and I think one of the important things that we try to do is is be relatable and it's not that we have to try to do that like we're people we're humans like everybody else there's literally nothing that sets us apart from any other person and in this discord group that we have um that's kind of like centered around the band like talking to people and just hanging out with them and like talking about political things. And it's not so much about making these grand gestures of like, you know, all these things that you, you do on a front facing way, but being able to talk to this core group of, I don't even want to call them fans. Cause it's like beyond that we're family now. And it's like letting everyone know that like within our community, they are always welcome no matter, no matter what, like and who they are, but like, talking to them as individuals and just hanging out. I feel like that's a huge thing of leading by example, in my mind, at least. I, I've been pretty much off social media. Like I recently got my Instagram back. So, and Drew's been killing it on, on that front. But like for me, in these times, it's to me, there's such a dichotomized morality, which makes it really easy. And it's also the scary part when you see people leaning another way. And I find that the conversations that I'm having um, with people close to me are, seemingly more important than what I can do online um, because I'm taking sort of the the vanity out of it for myself and not to criticize anyone else everyone it's very important that people are vocal on social media but um, for me personally I've just like I can't handle it mentally I've been you know trying to stay sane to put it to um, really simplify it been trying to stay stay sane during this time and so it's uh, I don't know. I've had some good conversations with people close to me though and family and stuff like that. And that's, that's been the most important thing. It's been what I take the most pride from personally. So. Do you think anyway. things will be easier now that the election's over? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I even just once again, being in our discord uh, group and, and talking to people, there was definitely a weight off everyone's shoulders yes, and there's so much work to be done and there are so many fights that need to continue to be fought um but that was a moment to breathe and it was it was a huge sigh across the board so yeah yeah that is a uh, pretty exciting yeah and yeah i think and i and even to like go bring it full circle 
I feel like for the first time in a very long time, I have been hopeful and I'm wondering too, like, I'm sure this will affect our music in the future. And like, maybe we'll write something more uplifting given the current circumstances are like, I wouldn't count on it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little less grim, but right. Do you remember where you were when you found out? I I think I know exactly where I was while I was watching Nevada try and count all of their votes. <laughs> like each time I checked, I was like, I remember where I was at 79%. I remember where I was. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I woke up to it. It was beautiful. It was like, it was so cool. I was actually in Orange County. I was, or I was in, um, in Costa Mesa, just south of LA. And I was with like, two other Democrats and we, we had margaritas. It was great. <laughs> no, I was right here. Literally, I had I have a computer over here too and I was watching CNN and I was like literally like mid hug with my girlfriend when Wolf Blitzer's like, we have to take it away. We are now projecting. And I was just like, I was in disbelief. And then I watched like Van Jones on CNN, like deliver that like kind of speech and like his thoughts and like, it like finally hit me and I started like tearing up because it was like, oh my God, the Wicked Witch of the West is dead. Like we did it. It was just like, yeah. Oh, such a good feeling. How have you guys stayed positive this year? Video games. (laughs) We're both like, what do you mean stay positive? (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. You should, you should talk about that. Oh, um, this is really weird. So I didn't really play video games before this year, except for when I was like younger and like in high school. And, uh, and I, I got back into it and like, I'd gotten myself a PS4 at some point to like watch movies and like run all my, my, uh, streaming services through. And, um, I started playing (laughs) Call of Duty (laughs) of all games because my brothers would play. And one of my brothers is, uh, like both of my brothers live far away from me. And then I made like a group of friends on this game. And like, I barely play that game to play the game. I just like get on and talk to these people when we talk about life while we're like losing the game. <laughs> and, uh, and it's awesome. And it's, it's been part of the thing that's been keeping me happy. Just, I live with my girlfriend and that makes me happy because she's like, she's just always got something to do. And I, I love that. Um, yeah. And talking to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Has no, positivity I mean, been important this year, or is it just fueling, is negativity fueling the music writing? I always retreat into realism. I, like, I'm, I have to be able to accept, like, my reality for what it is. And sometimes that's just, like, preluding everything. With, yeah, it's crazy and everything sucks right now, but, you know, this is, and I guess that is positivity, but I always like tip my hat to the horrible things that are going on, like the pandemic and, you know, having a president that can't, can't acknowledge the fact that white supremacists are bad and, and so right. they, you know, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I guess it's getting more positive. Like, I feel like we're on the, you know, we're on the, the way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, yeah. I feel like I've found personally, I found a lot of like power and like positivity just in making music. Cause and even if it's like, originally negativity that fueled the song or the the piece whatever like that's a catharsis and like it feels good to like 
listen after the fact and you're like, yeah, like it felt so good to write that. And I feel better because of it. Um, and I think, yeah, just like making music and like you said, even just talking to you and like making music together and the thematic, Caleb and I, I have the strangest conversations about like thematic ideas for songs. And if people went through our texts, they would think we're insane. Um, <laughs> we're just like Shakespearean. Yeah, like we're just yeah. sending each other lyrics and no, nothing behind it or in front of it. And it's just like, are these two guys like, what's <laughs> happening? Are they, right. Are they dating each other? <laughs> yes. In a way, yeah. So yeah, I think music has, has been just such a powerful thing and like getting us through everything. And, and two, like talking to people, I go back to that discord once again and like how powerful it's been to find a way to remain in close contact with so many people he would normally only see on the road. Like a lot of bands have like, you know, the people they know from each city where it's like, oh, like so-and-so like lives in that city. Like when we play a show there, like we'll see them. But like having this community where we can like, easily converse with people um i feel like has been so great and it's kind of almost in a way taken place of talking to people at shows yeah definitely discord's been awesome yeah yeah when you mentioned even negativity might fuel a song but it's a catharsis i actually talked to butch vig about that oh uh, hell yeah yeah I'm a huge and, butch and, vig fan <laughs> yeah and how like the new garbage album might be kind of dark um but how that can be positive in itself that we all have this like darkness and negativity right now that we need to get out and being able to relate to somebody else's music that way can be really positive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Butch Vic agrees with you. That's awesome. <laughs> I love to know that in some way I'm on the same page as Butch Vig about something. I always want to put that on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can give the beast a name, it'll eventually be your pet. Mm -hmm. That's the first negative songwriting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel that. How are you guys staying connected with your family? Besides video games, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, I, I call my mom often. Like it's um, maybe, you know, once or twice a week and we just kind of catch up. She's still working hard. And, um, and we both sort of just complain for a little bit. And then there's <laughs> that like, oh, now the kids. <laughs> you know? how, how am I can game? Um, yeah, but that's it's great and then i sort of like one of the jobs that i do i sort of work with my stepdad every single day so i talk to him every day um yeah but it's cool i'm gonna be an uncle talking about family which is so exciting congratulations yeah i'm super excited my, my sister's having a baby but yeah a lot of happiness in that realm it's great no yeah yeah that there's definitely a moment of thankful for technology and like you're like, I mean, in our song, Breaking Our Breaking My Bones, we talk a lot about how like your phone can kind of be the devil and social media can kind of be the devil. And in this moment, and I am grateful for it and that my mom then can like send me 40 memes and like videos of my dog every single day. And like, it's my parents will like, I always when it was nicer because they live in Michigan. They would like take turns, like sending me photos of each other, like, taking naps in the hammock and they'd be like and your father said he was working hard and then the next day i would get one from my dad it's like and your mother said she was working hard so in that instance i'm very thankful for that but. yeah i mean so we all know that social media can sort of enable like this rampant untamed vanity but it also at the heart at the heart of social media is communication and mm -hmm. 
when it's utilized for that in an effective way to sort of lift moods or bring awareness to something, it's beautiful. And we've found that during COVID. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Will you be able to see them for the holidays? Yes. Yeah, I am going back to Michigan um, in like a week, actually. No, so. you're not. I'm sorry, but I am. No, no, no. <laughs> you can come with me. No. Okay. You can't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> My last question, I guess, is how did you guys get together? Oh, we get together. <laughs> uh, sorry. Melody. Melody, my head. Uh, so uh, we went to the same school and basically just kind of we met at a, at a get together. Um, my girlfriend was hanging out with some friends and she brought me with her. Andrew and I were just sort of the weird dudes in the corner. And I was just like, man, we were, you we were literally song. those annoying guys at a party. Like, Oh dude. <laughs> like doing that. Like we were those guys where everyone's like, Oh, can someone please tell those two guys to shut up? Side <laughs> note, if you don't like Oasis, get out of here. <laughs> Great band. That's actually the only stipulation for like being welcome within the Friday Pilots Club community. Like you can be whoever you want, but if you don't like Oasis, you can get lost. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get lost, don't look back in anger. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you were oh. a band. <laughs> well, basically, yeah, we, we didn't realize we were going to get along so well. And then Caleb asked me to start working on some of his solo music because Friday Pilots Club was a band before I joined. Okay. And I was working on his solo record with him and then they needed a bass player for a gig to like fill in and he asked me. And then that night coincidentally was their guitarist's last show. And then from there they asked me to join the band as a guitarist and then the rest is kind of history. Yes. So you play all the instruments? All of them. <laughs> kind of. Oh, wait, me? Both of you? You can <laughs> no, put them up? <laughs> no, we, have our, we, have, we play with our best friends, uh, Sean, Jimmy, and Eric. And they are all in other bands, Sir Mango, Capital Soiree. Um, what's Pookie? Like, just yeah. a lot of other stuff. And then they, you know, like we... I don't know. They they play shows with us for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> they're better musicians than us, but don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah, they're they're amazing. We have like the absolute best band in the world, and they're all the sweetest, most genuine dudes, and mm -hmm. just like truly our best friends. Like love those guys through and through. But, yeah, yeah, it's the five of us. Is there uh, anything else you guys wanted to add? Wear a mask. Wear a mask, please, <laughs> so that we can play shows again. Yeah. Yeah. We'd really love to get you guys back in Madison. Yes. Hopefully for like a real show. Promise. Yes. Yeah. And thanks for doing this. I really appreciated uh, talking to you. Cool. Thank you, you so much.